Everybody's got an opinion. Go ahead. Ask them. But only a few have an opinion informed by expert analysis and experience. It's called trust. It's why we're here. For you. Keep it here and get the edge. You're listening to Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. From Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. All right, we're off to the races on a Friday. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Glad to be with you hanging in Vegas. Chris Bavona back east is our producer. And yeah, what a time of year. The hockey season's underway. And of course, that one game season went the Dodgers' way as a little drama, Stevie. 1 1, take it to the ninth. Little back class kicks in. Here we go again. The The Dodgers are still breathing. Yeah, uh, a hit batter and a couple of singles uh, to get uh, to get ahead 2-1 to one in the top of the ninth. And then uh, Scherzer, uh, I believe, was already in the ball game and, uh, and shuts down the Giants in the bottom of the ninth. And uh, the Dodgers will now uh, take on the Braves. It'll be uh, Max Fried for the Braves in game one. We don't know a Dodger starter yet. I'm guessing Gonsolin. He's kind of the only guy left at this point. Although they, they could go with the old bullpen game, Brian. Who knows? Joe Kelly maybe starts a bull, bullpen game for him. But I, I got to believe it, it'll be Gonsolin game one uh, for the Dodgers. And then uh, game one tonight, uh, Boston and Houston. It'll be uh, Sale versus uh, Valdez there. They probably hit the cover off the ball in game one, right? Until they get to know each other a little bit. Eight and a half's the total. Okay. No? Um, well, I... You're probably right. I'm I'm hoping not. I'm rooting, I'm rooting for the Red Sox. I want Sale to throw a good game. But you're probably right. They, they, they're, they're I mean, prob- both teams. No, I think both teams hit. No, no it's fine. I, I would rather just one. <laughs> so... What you're telling me is it's all about you. It is. Come on. It's a Friday. It's my weekend's well, coming. If, if it's all about you or it's all about me, the Thursday night game, and the Bucks are making it look easy. They're just, you know, they're on cruise control, whatever. I guess. I, I don't know. I lay the six and a half. They're up 14. Fourth and two. It wasn't like fourth and a foot. It's fourth and two from just shy of midfield. And, okay, is he just trying to draw him offside? Nope, they're going for it. He, Brady throws an incomplete pass. All right, bad enough. Give the Eagles a short field. Instead of pin him deep. I mean, Hurts really wasn't doing anything to drive him the length of the field. So Philly scores. Bad enough. Extra point would cut it to seven. Boris bad enough? Oh, this was Boris bad enough. <laughs> and the Eagles go for two. Now, this is a, a math thing and an analytics thing. And a, they're, been, they're not the first ones to do this. I, I don't know. They say the risk is worth the reward to cut it to six, that the next touchdown wins the game. But I don't know. I mean, then all your eggs in one basket if you don't get it. But I, it, they go for two and get it and cover the number. I'm sorry that happened to you. I, I, well, don't, I, I don't understand that going for the two. I, I, I don't. Because, because it's... Well, I, I bet early in the week laid the six and a half. The game closed seven. Everybody took it in the shorts. 
regardless of of the point spread and and the outcome, I don't understand. One. I don't understand going for two there. I I don't. You, yeah, the the point spread be damned. You're right. Just the game itself. Yeah, is like, well. So now you're saying I got two kicks at getting a two-point conversion. So if I don't get it the first time, the benefit is we win. If you know the team wins if they score a second touchdown, but I understand. The I don't know. All me. I get is there's all these tried and true nonsensical things these teams do, like the Colts going to a prevent defense and just giving the game away. And I, I, I guess you know go against the grain. It's Brady. A pretty lame fourth and two play. He, he, he throws 20, 15 yards downfield over through the guy by a mile. But it's like if you're running a fourth and two play, it's like you, you think you got something really dialed up, you're really convinced you're going to get. I don't know. I mean, it's not like you, so what? Philly covered. But they, but they did make it that Philly, Philly had a shot by doing that. I mean, had an actual honest to God shot to win the game because of that. I, I don't get it. So I, I was I was doing other things, so I didn't I wasn't even paying attention to Tampa. But what you're describing, the the first thought that came to mind for me is Arians doesn't have confidence in his punter being able to pin them deep. So so in that spot, might as well take the shot. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, well, I mean, nice of you to try to put lipstick on that pig for him. <laughs> I mean, you, you made a decent case, but nonetheless, I'm not saying. You're just trying to read between the lines. Yeesh. Vinny Malioulis joining us next on Vegas Sports with Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Book Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, we're back with the Vegas Sports Grid Radio, Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. Brian Blessing, Steven Sledge in Las Vegas. Chris Pavone is our producer, and it is always a treat for us. He's a Las Vegas legend. Guy's been here on the ground floor of this industry. Our pal Vinny Maliulo, LVDC, takes care of all the horse players paramutually in the state of Nevada, out at the South Point. That uh, how many hours are in a day, Vinny? Well, you know, Bri, there's. It's funny. People always ask, especially this time of year, is is it true that they say about this business being a, a you know twenty four seven? And I, and I tell them, no, that's that's not true. It's it's an exaggeration. It's twenty five eight. That's mean, right. So, uh, <laughs> Metric time. Nah, it's a it's a labor of love. It's a, a you know the key, and and again, there's a lot of new operators out there. Get yourself a good staff. Get some a really good uh, people. Spread uh, spread responsibilities around. Help them grow and help get yourself. Some, hey, you uh, know what? Some time without, without. And I know you'll you're always very tactful you know, without sounding condescending. I mean, Vegas has been doing this for a lot of years and, you know, we always talk about the NFL, like, well, there's only 32 of those jobs. You know, 
the sports book directors, we always say this, are the most underpaid people in this industry because in reality, it is the one part of a property that can lose money. It can lose money based on decisions. So those guys have to make the right decisions, yeah. know what they're doing, manage the money. All that being said, but now with all these new jurisdictions and outlets and all the new people that are coming in, what are the biggest challenges and hurdles that people are that are running the show? And again, not to sound condescending, but what are the biggest hurdles and challenges and things they've got to kind of wrap their arms around when they get this thing going? That's a good question, Brian. And again, let, let's remember this. You know, mm -hmm. you can you can lose money in table games. You can lose money in slots, but the the return, you know, the the recovery for those is much is much greater. And to your point, though, about every decision being made, um, you know, the six deck shoe on a on a, uh, a twenty one table pretty much takes care of itself, especially if it's a an automatic shuffler. Uh, Thirty six combinations of the dice you know, just keep going, slot machines, et cetera. And when you think about how many decisions there are on table games and in on a, in a slot machine or in, during the course of a football game, it's dependent on the size of the property. There's thousands of decisions, right? I mean, and now, which is one of the reasons why we expanded the betting menus to try to at least, you know, certainly when I was, uh, you know, turning my career from the pit, to the book, I wanted to get more decisions. You know, literally, like on a dice table, get more rolls, right? So, all those, all that said, you you have to do you have to make decisions in the pit. Yeah, we have to make a decision. You know, do you let this guy uh, or this woman, uh, you know, uh, bet above the limit uh, for X amount of spots? Do you increase uh, somebody's limit or their uh, their credit extension? But in the book, you, every decision you make impacts the bottom line. To your point, that's that's spot on. So. Uh, you know, my advice in, in, in some of the things out there is make sure that if you're as you run in your area, you're running it with an understanding of the you know how it relates to the rest of the property and be in sync with the rest of the property and convey that to the rest of the property. And uh, you know, don't don't be on an island within within the property within the company. You know, and try to have your your limits, for instance, your extensions commensurate with what what you're doing throughout the, throughout the casino as well. So, you know, be consistent, so, and I think that's one of the big things. All right. So the in-game component to it now, you know, mm -hmm. like three minutes in, the Bucks go down, they score a touchdown, they're up 7 nothing. you know, whatever. The Bucks go to 10.5-point favorites, and the total moves, and boom, away you go. Then the Eagles come back and they score. Now the thing starts pinballing back and forth. The in-game component to it, Vinny, does it make – which way is the prevalent thing here? Does it mean with the in-game, oh, boy, we could have multiple big decisions against us, or does the in-game component throughout the course of 60 minutes of a football game, for example, does it make it that utilizing whatever liability you may have on a game, a side, a total, whatever, a first half, but now you're throwing these in-game numbers in, and you can shade things and attract money on the other side. Does the in-game component help, you know, mitigate the big decision against you? It, it can, Brian. But don't you know? Remember this. So let's look at last night's game, which is a great example. Let's remember this: 
what we didn't need last night from our side of the counter was for the Buccaneers to win the game by exactly seven, right? They were taking seven and laying six and a half. So, uh, okay, fine. So the game doesn't fall seven. But let's remember this. Both sides got the teasers rolling for the week, right? Anybody that took either 13, 13 and a half, or 14 with the Eagles is off and running with their teasers. Great Same point. with the Bucks, whether they were one, you know, a half, or or or, or pick them, depending on you know what number you decided to uh, get involved with on that. So there's that aspect. The other part is your in-game limits. You're in game, but you're you're never gonna. It's never gonna rival what you did on the game simply because. Uh, gotcha. It, it, they're they're lower limits, and it's not like it's you know getting parlayed in you know, three, four, five team parlays and things like that. Now, that's not to trivialize it. I mean, it's a great marketing tool. It's no, but you, so you can put a band, you can, put a, you can at but, least put a Band-Aid on a head wound. Well, yeah, you can, but your, your halftime, your first half, typically your first half and your halftime uh, are going to be a bigger decision as well. But now, now, that depends, too, on how you do your in-game, right? Because some people are doing in-game uh, algorithm-based, and it's automatic, and, and it's pretty constant. Others... Uh, which I personally prefer, uh, are on stoppages and uh, done manually where an, an operator inputs and moves everything. Uh, and again, the reason for that, as I've said in the past, is you got to, you know, the eye test is important. Algorithms are great on the one hand, but on the other hand, they don't have eyes, uh, they don't have ears, and uh, they, uh, uh, you know, they, they, there can be mistakes made. You know, formulas. Uh, can uh, can you know they could be formulas, but if you're not watching in conjunction with what it's spitting out, then you, you can get yourself in uh, some liability. What what does that mean? Well, again, we talked about it. It was a couple of years ago where Washington was down in New Orleans playing a game, and uh, you know New Orleans uh, was was driving. They were deep in Washington territory. They were uh, 17 and a half point favorites, uh, and and it, it was still being posted on in, in the algorithms. Oh, by the way, they were taking a knee, uh, and you know they were up by by 14. And, and so, why why would you have 17 uh, or 17 and a half up there when 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 the game is uh, you know the game is all but over? So, again, there's there's different ways to look at it, but uh, you know that that that's kind of two separate elements of the end game. Vinny Malilo is joining us, and we have another segment with Vinny, college football, NFL, NBA, about to start, NHL's up and running, MLB, heading towards the World Series. And our friends at Oasis, they're going to be watching the games over there. you got the Monday Night Maniacs. The Monday Night Football Party's unbelievable. John and the gang have great swag they give away. The kitchen's open 24-7, 4955 South Decatur. It's right near the corner of Tropicana. You're coming in from out of town, and you're doing the strip thing. That's great, but you want to go out, get some great food, drink, Hit it at a great little local bar, and they got the machines there and the great gaming promotions. It is highly recommended. And if you're here on a Monday night, you want to check out this Monday night football party because a bunch of whack-a-moles over there having a really, really good time. Coming back with Vinny Maliolo, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slatter, Chris Pavona is our producer. Tis a Friday. And I'm telling you, man, this weekend, Stevie, I just live for these weekends because by the time we get there, that recliner's looking real strong to me. <laughs> I got news. Is it still holding up? Oh, there's a dent in it. All right. But it's working. It's holding firm. Coming back with Vinnie Malley, the more from Vegas. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Dear kindly Sergeant Krupke, you gotta understand, it's just our bringing up key. That gets us out of hand. Our mothers all are junkies. Our fathers all are drunks. Golly Moses, naturally we're punks. Gee, Officer Grumpy, Officer we're Grumpy. very upset. Yeah. We never had the love that song every child ought to get. We ain't no delinquents. Oh, yeah. Officer Grumpy, yeah. The Jets playing this weekend, or are they on a permanent bye? No. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Vinny Malley was her guest. Ready for the Bro. draft. <laughs> Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Chris Bavone is our producer. Vinny Maliolo is with us uh, today, Van. Uh, the NFL, my friend, week six. I mean, don't blink, kiddo. We're almost at a halfway point. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's gone very quickly. Uh, it, the, the business is, is great and remains great, remains strong. And uh, you got to – and it all starts with Thursday night. So, you, you, you know, we were talking off air – a little bit deceiving when you look at uh, last night's game, right? Six and a half, seven, laying, you know, laying six and a half, taking seven. Um, and, you know, you juice it out, and that's great. But you also know that it's lit a fuse, uh, and that fuse is a, is a teaser fuse, you know? So, again, Buccaneer teasers are alive and well. Eagle teasers are alive and well also. So, uh, so good. That's great. Uh, but, Hey, that's uh, that that's fine because you got you got a, a London game on Sunday morning. You got a. I wanted to ask you about that. Are the London yeah. games historically, Vinny? Okay, listen, it's Miami Jacksonville. Two is coming back. Three point favorites uh, for Miami. The totals forty seven. It's an NFL game, and I get it. But does the start time, and generally speaking, a lot of these matchups are just flat out yeesh. Are these like always the lowest handled games of the year, the London games? Yeah, typically, Brad. Because, but it depends obviously on the matchup. I mean, a couple of years ago, you had the uh, the Raiders and the Bears, which was a great right. Uh, but uh, the the thing that you 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 want to bear in mind is it depends. I think it depends on the property, frankly. Uh, and again, this is another aspect that's a matter of philosophy. Uh, South Point is open 24 hours, right? So uh, the fact that, and we're a three-shift town. So I think we'll tend to do a lot more business here yeah. in Las Vegas than, There's a lot of say, books. To, what, what, your back po- east, your, you know? Right, but your point is, oh, are there even some places in Vegas, Vinny, where maybe the books close from like, 1 in the morning, you know, until, yeah, until six like or 4 or 5 right or now, something. And everybody's got to open up early for this game, you know. This right. Game. But, you know, uh, the, the South Point, it does, you know, I'd say better than normal. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's going to write what last night's game with the Buccaneers and Eagles did or even what some of the other 10 o'clock games are going to do. It's it's not going to happen. But the, the other part is, let's remember, that it's tied uh, in terms of multi-leg bets, parlays, teasers, uh, cards. Uh, so it's it's fine. It's there. Uh, but it gets the gate. They go in a lot earlier, and that and that's fine, too. Hey, Vinny, uh, Christian McCaffrey, they announced this morning that he's out for Carolina. What 
Carolina not being this juggernaut, but he makes such a huge difference. When he's playing and the public knows he's playing that week, are, are, is there a lot more money on Carolina? And then when he's not playing and they know he's not playing that week, is is there a, a pretty good fade on Carolina but what, in like, those games? But what's like the drop of him? Because I think to Stevie's point, because the, the new prop markets that are out there on a weekly basis are unbelievable. But this guy's props, you know, he's in the mid to high 80s for rushing and he's in the low 80s for receiving. It's ridiculous just that how much he touches the ball. Other than a quarterback, is he the most valuable, you know, skill position he, player? He's the most impactful running back in terms of the number. But you also, it, it, it's on a case-by-case basis. You know, everybody, well, what's he worth to the number? Well, it also, it depends on the game and the circumstances, right? So, let's look at this game, uh, which, you know, which is, you know, obviously what we're talking about here. And the Vikings, uh, Panthers opened up one because there was a thought he was going to be back. Well, now that he's not going to be back, let's remember this too. Delvin Cook is probable for the Vikings. So you have to put that into the equation as well, which is why now the the Vikings are a two-point favorite. So while, you know, you can have a starting point in terms of what a particular player is worth to the number, uh, you also have to take it on a, on a case-by-case basis. Uh, you're starting to see two and a halves on this game. Are you going to see Minnesota three, possibly, or, or maybe likely? And then, you know, at that point, I think, you know, then, then it's probably going to be a take with the with the Panthers uh, because it's not like the Vikings have done great the last couple of weeks. Okay, yeah, no cook, but still, uh, Panthers' defense is good. It's not, the, it's not that it's bad. But the original point, McCaffrey, from a running back standpoint, I would say, uh, he's he's one of, if not the uh, most impactful running back in terms of uh, the number. Vinny, Kansas City is six and a half some places, a lot of sevens out there, favored on the road at Washington. Total's 54. I just, I've got to believe this is true. The last few years, I mean, the team's a monster. You know, win a boatload of games, Super Bowls, you know, uh, high-profile, uh, nighttime standalone games. The books have to love these guys because they're a terrific football team, and I get it, whatever. They're two and three right now. But they're even though they win all these games, and I think they'll turn a corner and get it going again, they ain't no good against the spread. I mean, the books gotta love these guys. Well, they you know, love doing you know, taking the action on the games because they always draw a lot of a lot of attention, right? And or are the players fading been, them now? You know, well, they're taking seven. Uh, it's like last night's game. They're laying six and a half and taking seven with the uh, with 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 Washington. Let's remember this: the 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 thing that's that's really impactful here is look. You know, a year ago, a year certainly two years ago, this game would have been double digits, right? But you know, the Chiefs' the defense is the is the problem. The defense is what's putting a lot more pressure on the offense, right? And the fact that I think film is a great equalizer. We you know, and, and people are starting to solve Patrick Mahomes, but he's also having to press a lot more because they're giving up so many more points. And by the way, I think Washington's defense has disappointed some folks as well this year, which is why this is one of the higher totals on the board this week at uh, 54 and, and climbing. So, um, you know, love the book. The games, love, they always uh, generate interest, uh, you know, uh, because the public still is in love with the Chiefs. Uh, you know, pros, 
you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go against them. So from our perspective, you're going to, you know, you know, you're going to get action in, in these games. So hey, how's our friend, you know, how's our but, friend John gone to him, man? I mean, oh, Nebraska tough loss against Michigan laying four yeah. and a half in Minnesota this week, but they were on a Tootsie roll there for a bit. Had to be wearing a lot of red and white stuff for a while. Well, I could tell you this, uh, <laughs> we're trying to trying to keep our keep our owner uh, calm. I even uh, had some uh, Tommy Frazier, uh, you know, memorabilia sent down to uh, uh, to Oasis just to kind of alleviate some of the pain. But uh, <laughs> they don't they don't make you guys eat like corn on the cob all day over there, do they? No, it's not no, like I, in the I, job description. Although I do have it with uh, I do enjoy it with garlic butter. So you know, I put an Italian spin on. <laughs> well, that's it. an Italian thing. Yeah. Well done. How's the college for how the college wars treating you, Vince? Some really last week. I mean, my goodness, there's some crazed results last week. Big games. Yeah, and I think that's good because it, it adds to to the handle. Let's remember, Brian, we've we've talked about this uh, quite a bit. Uh, you know, college handle has grown over the over the years, and you know when you think about it now, is is on par with NFL handle. Now, a lot's got to do with the schedule. Everything is on TV. Uh, you look at today. I mean, there's four games today, and Clemson's one of them. So, uh, and 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 then the the, the late game is is 7:30. So you got two four o'clocks and two 7:30 games. So the fact that you got a Friday uh, with college football certainly it's as good as say Thursday night with uh, with uh, the NFL games. Now, will will either of the, any of these games tonight outhandle last night's game? No. Uh, but I'll tell you what, combined, they'll, uh, they'll get close to it. And again, set the, uh, set the stage for everything that's going to take place tomorrow in college football. Vin football season, rocking and rolling. I know you're going to be getting ready to start doing all your work on college hoops, the NBA next week, NHL's off and rolling and watch that golden Knights game. Big news. I mean, around here, keeping close tabs on this. You hope it's a nothing burger, but Mark Stone. It's kind of a non-contact thing, and those things can be ugly and scary. So uh, that's big news in the NHL for the Golden Knights. We'll keep tabs trying to see if we get any update on Mark Stone. But what a time of year. And over to Oasis, Vinny, you guys really kind of gravitated to just how big, you know, the sports world, sports betting is at that property. You have the gaming promotions, the machines, and the cashback giveaways. And thankfully, bud, I mean, it's one of these places where you just see wonderful people. We're back for the most part. Yeah. I mean, we're not all the way back, but we're back. Yeah, no, there's no doubt, Brian. It's good to it's good to get out and about. People want to interact, right? And you know, sports and sports wagering are the great social one of the great social uh, elements, especially here in town. So, uh, to your point, yeah, it's a great time of year. It's only going to increase once we get uh, NBA up, and then get to November, where wow, you look. Uh, you're going to have college basketball, as you mentioned. And by the way, I believe the Maui Invitational is moving here to Las Vegas uh, this year because of COVID protocols over in the islands. So stay tuned for that. It hasn't gotten uh, a whole lot of ink just yet, but I think we're going to see that. But look, October, November, you know, you got October baseball. Uh, hockey started, as you mentioned, full swing of college and pro football. And then next month uh, we get uh, get college hoops going. Great time of year here. And in a couple of weeks, my friend, we're going to be picking your brain because we're getting ready for the Breeders' Cup. Breeders At Vicin Vinny. Yep. You're the man, man. Vicin Vinny on Twitter. Vinny Malulu, our dear friend. Have a great weekend, pal. We'll talk soon. Always good to be with you. Best to everybody. <laughs>
back in a moment here on Vegas Sports Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on SportsGrid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 204. Yes, there Lunchtime out here, man. You can't be doing that. You're making me hungry. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blossom, Stevie Slapshot. College football tonight. Clemson's laying 13 and a half at Syracuse. The total is 44. What has happened to Clemson's offense? I don't have an answer for you. I know. I put you on the spot. <laughs> I just, it's unbelievable. It is it's unbelievable. I, yeah, I don't have an answer. I mean, it starts in the first game with Georgia. They lose 10-3. <clears throat> Georgia didn't score an offensive touchdown either in that game. It was a pick six. Yeah. 49 points against South Carolina State. Yeah, don't matter. 14-8. Beat the Yellow Jackets, lost 27-21 to NC State, and then beat BC 19-13. It's unbelievable, this team that's always is pencil them into the Final Four that the offense just fell off a map post-Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And I guess it happens, but it's it's really it's kind of confounding. But then you turn around and you think of those last two games, you're looking for the common frame of reference where NC State – at home, beat Clemson. And Clemson at home beat BC. NC State and BC are playing this week. That's an interesting football game. So tonight, what are your thoughts on looking at Syracuse and the under based on Clemson's offensive woes? I, I'm an against-the-grain guy at times. I mean, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But there's – I just don't – I can't see this persisting. There's a, there's a breakout night coming, a breakout game. And now everybody's jumping off the Clemson bandwagon. It's 13 and a half. I'm thinking uh, – I'm, I'm going – I can't say I'm going with the guys in orange because <laughs> they're both orange. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going with Clemson. I'm going with the paws on the helmet. Okay. So so did it I, – I don't know. I'm sorry for asking this. Did it open higher than 13 and a half and it's dropped? Because I, I do like going against the public. Well, the su- suggested opener was 17. Okay. Oh, yeah, I know the people are jumping off the okay. Clemson ship well, here. Well, that's, that's the time to jump on then. Well, the towers are going up, not coming down, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one tonight, San Diego State, all of a sudden they find themselves in the top 25 at San Jose State Lane, 9.5-10 on the road, and another low total, 41. We're, we're talking like old-school football here. Yeah, I was looking forward to the Spartan season under Brennan here off of what they did last year, and it hasn't been working all that well so far. Could be an interesting game. <laughs> 
see if San Jose can get it back on track and see what San Diego State has here going forward. So what have you made of the NHL season getting started? I just want to touch base here because all these new markets now are out. They're back. And Tampa Bay loses to Pittsburgh slash Wilkes-Barre in the opener. Okay, that was the banner game? Yeah, yeah. Now, they beat Detroit 7-6 in overtime, but they were down 6-3 in the game. I mean, Cooper's got to be pulling his hair out with Tampa Bay. There's some some crazy results. And the teams that play back-to-back games, usually very early in the year, you could say that's kind of an advantage. But, boy, you know, Toronto went into Ottawa, couldn't get it done, and Montreal went into Buffalo and got stomped. A lot of goals being scored, too, Brian. Your, your, first, peri- your first period's over. got to be cash. It was uh, last night. had the first period over. In the, uh, lucky in the Leafs game. They got that with about a minute and a half to go. That was a bleeding ulcer. <laughs> but the, the Sabres thing, Montreal. Uh, Montreal, it, listen, we talked about this. It's a nice team. And it's two games. But last year, there was a, some guys – Catching lightning in a bottle and a Tootsie roll and go, you're just going on a run. And now you have no Carey Price. Shea Weber's not there anymore. And and they're, you can see it, they're trying, but it's just not there. Yeah, there's another gum, guy on long term IR that I'm blanking on for them. They, there's still some good young talent there. Um, Caulfield and, and Suzuki leading the way. Um, just, yeah, you're right, they, they, they got hot. Um, right at the right time last year, and uh, and now they're kind of who they are again. They 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 got to figure out the deal with Price whether they're going to go forward with him or they're going to get another goaltender. So then, the other thing where we say hockey is such a, I get it in the grand scheme of things, where it resides, the amount of money that's wagered on it. It's level of popularity. But then, listen, they're wrapping their arms around the gambling side of things like everybody else. Now they're on ESPN and the TV platform. They're out there. And I'm telling you, the sport itself is unbelievable. You should watch. The other reason, this is a sports betting show, is the best numbers in the world are out there for you. I mean, there are bad numbers left and right all over the place from one game to the next. It's utterly beyond belief to me. Tonight, Minnesota's at Anaheim. All right. I think the world of Minnesota. But we talked about John Gibson, the goaltender for Anaheim, annually is the best goalie in the league for the first five weeks of the season, and then he gets pelted so much, he wears down. Minnesota should be a favorite on the road. But a dollar seventy-five? That's nuts. That's a bit too high. Tomorrow we get a breakfast hockey game. Here, let me just ask you this. Okay. I'll make you an odds maker. Okay. You're a common sense kind of guy. I try. It's a it's a, a standalone game. One Eastern, 10 in the morning our time. Arizona's at Buffalo. What would you make the number? Oh, God. I know. Do <clears throat> you know the results of their first two games? 
I, I can only imagine. Arizona lost their opener 8-2 All right. to Columbus. Buffalo beat Montreal 5-1. Well, that's right. Buffalo did win that game. What would you make this number? I'd make Buffalo a small favorite. A dollar ten, a dollar fifteen, a dollar twenty at the most. What has Arizona the, done? The, I know Buffalo's. No, no, bad. I get, I, I get. No, they're both horrible. They, they, Arizona hasn't done anything. How off? How off these last two games that were just played? How is Buffalo not a dollar thirty favorite? A dollar thirty-five favorite? I mean, that's insanity. And then they win five-one, and the other game was eight-two. And you're going to sit here and make the total on the game five and a half. I'm, oh, I'm going over on that. Whoa. I mean, it should be, it should be six and a half. It should be a, no dollar thirty at least Buffalo, and the total should be six. I'm going over six. Um. I, Anywho, yeah. You know, my, you know what my point is? I'm mean, going. You're sitting there going. Those numbers aren't right. Okay, I, I get you, but. I, I got to for me if if it's a dollar thirty I'm 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 if I do anything I'm looking at Arizona there I don't I don't I want to lay a dollar thirty with Buffalo I I you know well we knew Buffalo but see here's but but the but the best bet is the over but here's the by thing by a mile I mean if if you do your homework my point is I'm I'm banging the drum for hockey here a little bit and we know it's all football is the but you can make money betting hockey I do and I, listen. We know that they're set up to not be very good at all this year. But Donnie Granato, who took over the job for them at the end of last year, he let the kids go. Stylistically, they were 7-2 and two to the over in their last nine games. Did it again right out of the gate. He beat Montreal, who's a defensive team, 5-1. And I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm just telling you, there are chinks in the armor because Vinny talked about the in-game wagering. And the handles, or the limits are not that big. You know, no, nobody's sitting here bringing a Brinks truck betting on hockey. But I'm telling you, the average Joe's out there and, he, and betting sports, you're nuts not to bet hockey. Oh, I, I completely agree. I, mean, I, I, I do pretty well. Right now, Brian, you can blindly bet every, every game over, I think. I mean, the, the games that I've watched, nobody's hitting anybody. That it, you're right. That's the other thing. Out of the gate, they kind of ease into the season, and then it starts to ratchet up from an intensity aspect. Although that might be different tomorrow night. We're going to have all these college football games, baseball, all this cool stuff going on tomorrow. I got news here. Set your DVR. You got Calgary and Edmonton playing right out of the <laughs> gate. The Battle of Alberta. Yeah. You don't know which game it's going to be in the series, but there will cut there. There's a night at least once a year where forget Fury Wilder. You want to watch Calgary and Edmonton play yeah. hockey? No, they they don't like each other. It's a, it's a battle. It's a battle that 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 could be interesting. So, what do you make with the baseball perspective? Dodgers and Braves now. <clears throat> Dodgers. Remember, I told you about a month ago. I I, I had a wow. feeling about Is this Dodger right? team. Who's who, did they did they name a pitcher yet for the Dodgers in Game One? Or are you looking at the series price? Oh, that's a skewed number. That's they can't be they can't be a six dollar favorite in the series, can they? No, that's not that's not right. 
Game game one, maybe, Dodgers on the road at dollar thirty five. Totals eight. Maybe to to win the World Series plus six. Yeah, I mean, it's the future. So. Um, I I I I still don't know who the pitcher is for the Dodgers. I'm guessing uh, Gonsolin. Um, it'll be freed for Atlanta. Well, who knows? Tampa Bay's messed up the whole baseball world. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying. I mean, it could be a bullpen game for the Dodgers. You know, Joe Kelly immediately starts comes to the forefront as a guy who could pitch the first couple innings. Um, we'll see. I I like this Dodger team though. I I I felt like I saw them coming. It hurt last night. I'm a Giants fan, um, but but this Dodger team is good. So is good. Does this become interesting because of the hate quotient? Dodgers Astros World Series. Yeah, you, um, and I, I know who you want. I, yeah, I, I yeah, understand. Yeah, um, it'll be a storyline. You think it'll be a storyline? And, and, and Dusty will pull what little Harry has left on his head out because he's not. He wasn't part. He, of he wasn't the guy. Yeah, right. So. Stop bringing it up to me, basically, is what he said the other day. Um, I Yeah, I don't. That that, that Boston-Houston feels like a toss-up. I, I can't. Boston's got the hot hand they, a little they bit. They kind of do. They're hitting. They, they were not hitting coming in the playoffs, and they got their bats going. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. We have another hour to come. Chuck Esposito is going to join us in our second hour. Our good friend from Station Casinos. Follow him on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. And we invite you to stick around. Stevie's got a laundry list of injuries. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back with your Vegas Sportsbook Radio. It's time for the injury report with Stevie. All right, bud. In the NFL, for Carolina, Christian McCaffrey, hamstring. My life! My life! Ruled out this morning. He will not play against Minnesota. For Cleveland, Nick Chubb, calf. <laughs> Also ruled out this morning. He will not be on the field Sunday versus Arizona. Also for Cleveland, running back Kareem Hunt, wrist. Are you okay, man? Next time, kill me. He is officially listed as questionable. And Chubb's out. Yeah, I believe that Hunt will play, though, uh, this Sunday against the Cards. May not be 100% healthy. For Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, illness. We got a bleeder! He missed yesterday's practice. Don't worry, Baltimore. All is okay. He's back at practice today. He will play. Also for Baltimore, wide receiver Rashad Bateman. <laughs> Groin injury, not falling off the cliff. He actually will make his NFL debut on Sunday, according to uh, John Harbaugh. And finally for Baltimore, wide receiver Sammy Watkins, hamstring. <laughs> Hasn't practiced at all this week. 
So he is not expected to play Sunday versus the Chargers, and Bateman will take his place. For Kansas City, wide receiver Tyreek Hill needs. Oh, God, I hurt a little, but I'm all right. The Chiefs are listing him as probable, but he has not practiced all week, so we're going to have to keep an eye on him on Sunday morning against Washington. For Minnesota, running back Dalvin Cook, ankle. Ow! This is my nightmare! Upgraded to probable this morning for Sunday's game against Carolina. And finally, Daniel Jones concussion. Nice model! Jones is expected to be cleared and play Sunday versus the Rams. Another out Sportsbook Radio still to come. Good job, Steve. Chuck Esposito from Red Rock joins us in hour number two. We'll take you up to Scott Frill on the network. We'll have base hugging locally, but we have another hour. Don't go anywhere. Did you see what God just did to us?